Hey everyone, welcome to Clear Talk by CTSI. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the show. We're thrilled to have you along. Today, we are talking about the world of education and a partnership between CTSI and LG. And we're going to dive into that in a little bit more depth with our two experts today. First, we have Kelsey Hunter, user experience consultant at CTSI. Kelsey, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Welcome and good morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thrilled to have you along. We also have Victoria Sanville, LG Electronics National Sales Manager for the Public Sector Vertical. Victoria, thank you for being here as well. Thanks for having me as well. Looking forward to the conversation. Well, we are thrilled to have both of you here on the show today. And like I said, this is going to be a fascinating topic because education has been a huge topic of conversation over the last 14, 15 months, given the COVID-19 pandemic. And so, uh, guys, just kick us off by telling us a little bit about CTSI and LG working together in this world of education. Sure. I mean, I'll go first, Kelsey, because uh, I, I, I discovered um, CTSI while I was working at a higher education customer project um, at Georgetown University, actually. They were asking us to create these really interesting, innovative, um, active learning classrooms to apply all sorts of learning pedagogies um, into the space. And um, they needed the right integrator to actually implement all this hardware and software and control systems. So we worked with CTSI and they made us, they made LG look amazing in this and um, in this effort. And I think additionally, what was really helpful is that because CTSI actually has teachers, former teachers as a part of the team, they really understand the role of technology in learning spaces. So to piggyback off of that, um, CTSI found me in the classroom, kind of wanting to answer teachers' needs, administrators' needs on a different level than just um, student-to-teacher relationship. So, Victoria, thank you and LG for taking my ideas, my dreams, CTSI's ideas, and putting them into fruition for all of these classrooms. It's invaluable resources. That does seem to be uh, maybe a unique thing that not every integrator is going to have teachers there as part of or former teachers as somebody that can provide that expertise and maybe that guidance in the world of education. Is that something that maybe helps set CTSI apart in this particular area, just that, that knowledge and that insight from having been in the classroom, Kelsey? Absolutely. I think it makes it much easier in the transition of these great technology options. So when we're bringing them to the forefront of educators' minds, we also enable them with a path to use the technology. So we're not just dropping it on their lap. It's it's a long-term goal getting there by many short-term goals. So it's a great, great program. The federal government is offering money and, and funding for technology to support getting students back into the classroom, which is something I think that everybody wants, right? Everybody would love to see teachers, students, everyone back in the classroom in a way that, that works better for everybody. So tell us about some of those opportunities. Uh, Victoria, let me kick this to you first. Um, just tell us about some of those opportunities for funding that exists um, for schools and, and so we can get those students back in classes and teachers back in the classroom. Sure. So um, we're on our third round uh, of federal funding um, to get those students back into the classroom, address learning loss, mental health initiatives, as well as making sure all the learning is equitable. So I think the most recent um, package from the American Rescue Plan was about $128 billion worth of funding for schools directly to schools to help recover 
and, and apply those directly to the needs of the community. In addition to federal funds, you also have a lot of um, grant funding um, that, that end users like K through 12 systems work with CTSI as well as LGON to make sure that they can respond, apply for those technologies to support maybe the short-term needs, right, um, in this kind of recovery, and then pair it with the long-term needs um, that they're focused on um, as an educator in the community. And to speak to that as well, the private schools, your charter schools, that that funding is truly accessible to anyone who needs it. And like Victoria said, that the learning loss, the mental health, we have no idea the long-term effects of these past 14, 15 months. So taking advantage of those funds, asking for help, finding those funds is, is why we're here. So as schools begin to enter that, that maybe that design phase of how they make this happen, what are some of the pain points that they experience? And maybe what are some of the questions that you're finding that they're asking, uh, that they're looking for guidance on? Well, what we're finding is, um, so what's what's a blessing and a curse, right, is with this third round of funding, the schools have until September 30th, like 2023, to spend the funds, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of ramp up and planning that takes place to make sure that they can secure the funds properly. What's nice is they have a little bit more time to plan for a more thoughtful response in technology and, and really view it in terms of, okay, you know, any of these funds, they, they need to apply to make sure that it's um, addressing that learning loss in flexible classroom uh, environments, um, making sure it's safe for students to learn on a campus environment, as well as, and again, really kind of addressing those after-school initiatives and mental health and socialization initiatives. But because of the long time frame of spend, they can also then start pairing the short-term needs with kind of the long-term needs in terms of the equitable learning, individualized learning requirements, um, distance learning, workforce development programs. So the biggest challenge, I think, is how do you plan for that? And the only way um, that we have found success in working with schools um, is to help them plan. Um, schools that bring in an integrator who has experience um, in, in design of not just classrooms, but space and, and inside and outside as well as the OEMs that are appropriate in kind of picking the brains of the sales engineers. How can we apply this technology from a use case perspective, not a plug-in perspective? is where I think um, we found the most success in terms of making sure that they plan appropriately. And the planning phase, maybe not the end of your planning, more so towards the beginning of that planning process. So you can articulate some of your needs and then we can help you grow that idea and really narrow the avenues to get there. So we're, we're getting every value out of all of those precious dollars and they're amazing at being educators and administrators. So let us do what our expertise is in and fill those needs and those facts for you. And Victoria, I wonder if if a common question for, for many of these schools and, and, and administrators isn't just, where do I start? How do I begin this process? So wh- what would you say if someone were to ask you that question? You know, where do I even begin? Yeah. So when we get that question, what we recommend is a sit down, whether virtually or in person, depending where you are in the country, right? And really just have a discovery conversation. Okay. So what has your superintendent or your community leader set up as goals um, specifically for your student community and your family community from a short-term response effort? You know, you see school districts still now. I live in an area where 
the school is still 100% remote, right? So for them, their need is, okay, can we get to 20% blended? You know, where other schools, they're much further along, but they have challenges with access to the, the right technology for the student population. So, so bringing everyone in early and having that discovery conversation on what's the specific short-term need, making sure that we, you know, the integrator like CTSI, they bring in all that, make sure all the parts and pieces from the technology aspect all speak to each other to meet that use case need. And then what we like to do is make sure that all the key stakeholders are involved, like the superintendent, the IT director, the library director, um, the economic development arm in the community, in the county, um, and see, okay, so these use cases that we can meet through these technology applications also can apply to that kind of long-term goal. And I'll give a specific example. If you look at kind of um, workforce initiatives, uh, they can be paired with distance learning initiatives, as well as in socialization initiatives through an esports lab, right? Hmm. Uh, Which is really quite interesting. You're hitting three birds with one stone. And one is a very short-term reactionary need addressing the mental health and the socialization needs of students in the, in the population. I will say one more thing, and I think Kelsey definitely can expand upon this, is it's imperative. Um, when you look at a company like LG, everybody says, oh, great, technology innovator. Yes, we make sure that our technology is, is what do we say? It's freedom to teach, right? So you can use it in any way. But there are so many third-party applications that are involved in making the magic happen, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where CTSI comes in to make sure all of the parts and pieces that you don't see or you don't think about are applied so it's a, so it's a successful application within the space. With all of these different technologies and that application, we're not looking for a Band-Aid. We're, we're looking for a long-term correct fix. You know, somebody somebody gets a new hip or a new knee and they're better than they were before. So we're, we're coming through this looking for the light at the end of the tunnel that was much better than what we left on the other side. So these long-term goals that need short-term needs, you know, those 20% that we finally get back in the classroom, are they the at-risk students? You know, have we looked at every avenue for them, the mental health needs over the past 14, 15 months? You know, that's that's a large gap we have to catch up. And then now that we've caught up, where, where do we go? The standards have kind of changed. So, administrators, superintendents, take a deep breath, you know, let let us wear some of that pressure for you, um, ask the questions, and we don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know, we've, we've got things that are tried and true that work. So let us provide you with those resources. Yeah, that's that's really fascinating, and I I really love that that esports example that you gave, Victoria, because I think that that is a, just a really powerful testament. Like you mentioned, killing three birds with one stone in, in that particular example, which I think is uh, is pretty incredible. Do you have other examples that you can share, maybe just of how schools are getting creative and finding outside of the box ways to to leverage this this funding that they have um, to meet the needs of their students and teachers? Yeah, so uh, a couple of our examples that we've talked about with um, some of our uh, education partners and communities is everything from um, the safety aspect. We have a technology a wellness kiosk, right? It's it's more of a communication plus take your temperature plus give you all the updates on the uh, campus safety needs uh, as students come back in the classroom, directing people where the safest ways to walk, all that kind of stuff. Well, that's great for short term, right? But long term, that same technology can be built into a plan, whether it's um, a university campus where they have a big digitalization focus, whether it's more wayfinding initiatives. Some school systems really focused on knock and emergency response. 
So, you know, just listing there, that's four different use cases for one piece of technology, all seamlessly integrated, you know, not in your face, right? It, it just becomes a part of the fabric of the overall community. So that's one example. Another example I would say is the definition of a classroom is changing. It's always been changing, but I think uh, during COVID, it really pushed that issue a little bit more. Similar to the government side, we have all these great ideas, all these mandates, right? But, you know, it's, it's a huge rock to push forward. And, um, and I think, um, what we've found is that most school systems are much more willing to apply creativity into defining what a learning space is. And even just from a blended learning aspect, you know, making sure you have the right technology that can be empower a teacher to educate in-classroom students as well as the remote students at the same time, but then getting even more creative. What about those students that are back on campus and you need to make up for some learning loss or you want to extend learning? It's not so obvious, right? Um, we have a school system that has applied technology pretty thoughtfully in hallways and in cafeterias and in um, lobbies where, yes, it's used for certain like information and wayfinding, but the librarian has a specific education initiative that he wants put up onto those, you know, pieces of technology as the students are traveling through the hallways and maybe want to touch and feel and, and experience something. So I think those are two other examples, but there's so many more, right? And it, it's all about the early conversation to create those really interesting concepts to engage students. Kelsey, did you have anything you wanted to add on that that particular question? No, LG is incredible. You know, we we come to them with questions and there are immediate answers and these these wonderful solutions that you, know, you you bring another expert into the field and it's that's why you bring another expert, great ideas and they they are awesome about making those things come to fruition. So bringing those resources to our kids and our teachers is top-notch priority for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, we, we talked about bringing in you know experts in technology early in the process in that design phase uh, so that they can they can weave these ideas in and you can have that planning and that that solid foundation from the get-go. So how can how can viewers and listeners to this uh, leverage partners like LG and CTSI to help navigate those pain points that that you mentioned that they experience and and achieve their goals when it comes to education? Yeah, I think again it's it's just going to be beating a dead horse here. It's bring bring CTSI and LG into the conversation early, but with that being said, what's really interesting is you've got two sets of technology engineers, right? That uh, that K through 12 and higher education systems can kind of pick the brains in like the design and development phase of a process before you get to construction documents or even like engage an AV consultant, right? And what I find most helpful is especially there's some school systems that you know, either need to leverage like additional financing or creative financing or warranty programs, right? So then then you can also kind of address those needs by, you know, talking to CTSI's like kind of uh, programs arm. And then, and sometimes they, you've got teams on campuses that want to co-create and co-design a space. And so the AV designers on the campus work directly with the designers at CTSI and the sales engineers um, within LG. 
So I think like, that's critical because if you think about where technology in the classroom is going, again, it, it, it's got to be almost like an afterthought when a teacher walks in a room, right? Mm. You you can't have, we've all been in this situation, right? Um, I had this in grad school even. You walk in the classroom, I've got a professor who's a consultant, right? So only teaching one class on campus a week, but like highly valued, paid, you know, professor. <laughs> you don't want to pay that professor for 20 minutes to figure out how the technology works so she or he can get you know, their, their learning curriculum that up on the screen, you want them to go right into it. Right. And really capture the audience. Right. So really making sure that you leverage the technology smarts and the, and the, the educator resources within like a CTSI or LG, I think is critical. I mean, I could go on and on about that. Right. And Kelsey, I don't know. And I'm probably throwing something to Kelsey that, um, she may kill me for, but like kind of where we're going with this, right, is IoT in the classroom, right? So mm. right now, when you walk in the classroom, there are a lot of devices and you don't even realize it, you know, um, and that's only going to get it, maybe not in volume perspective, but how they connect to each other and how they engage from an instructor and a student and then the parent review process perspective, yep. right? That's where you really need to make sure um, to, to work with a CTSI or an LG so that, that the planning for the future of where IoT in the classroom is going, you're almost like future-proofing, right? Is that, Kelsey, would that be appropriate for me to say future-proofing? <laughs> I think it's perfect. And I think it's a good stopping point to say if you've started those processes, you know, if you're listening and you're, you feel like you're knee-deep in this already, just pause, you know, pick up the phone, ask a question um, where we certainly please ask to be involved from the jump. We don't have a problem getting our hands dirty and sorting through what's there right now. And more importantly, we're not going away. So once we've started this process with you, we, we're going to stick around maybe past when you'd like us to, you know, the, the education, the retention, all of these nice design phases don't mean anything if the design isn't being used and utilized. So just in it for the long haul. <laughs> That's a really great point. And Kelsey, you mentioned picking up the phone and asking a question. How, what, what is the best way for people to get in touch and to ask those questions to get the insights and the expertise that LG and, and CTSI have in this area? Um, for CTSI, there is an incredible, you know, type it into the user bar and a world of websites pop up at your fingertips. <laughs> and there are all kinds of links that will direct you right to any any of our offices or folks that can help with those design pieces. And if you choose us, we are immediately picking up the phone call to get a phone to get right to Victoria to say, help, <laughs> you know, these these are the needs. So that is that is fantastic. And uh, before we sign off for today, I want to tie a bow on on our conversation and maybe just give a nice summary to people who uh, who just kind of want a, a good bite sized thing to take away and maybe apply moving forward. And so while we have beaten the the dead horse of of bringing you guys into the process early as early as possible in that design phase, um, Victoria, how would you summarize our conversation today uh, for folks out there who are listening or watching and and maybe just want to to walk away with something uh, really tangible and bite-sized that they can make sure that they learn and apply moving forward. Sure. So I would say, you know, kind of wrapping this up in a nice bow, it's all about how technology and integration enhances the use of space and also making sure that that use of space isn't defined solely to the traditional classroom environment. And 
you know, just making sure that you know that you have at your fingertips resources in terms of ideation and creation in that technology design process for the not only the short term needs that, you know, all those stimulus dollars can be applied to, but then also making sure that whatever your spend was there can also be spent on, you know, kind of future initiatives. And then one last thing I'll say is another really important reason to do all that is for technologists, right? We're always inventing for the future and preparing for the future. We only develop technology based off of what users need. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the teachers have no idea how strong their voice can be if only they would communicate a little bit more closely with a technologist. And that makes it so much easier, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Kelsey, any final thoughts that that you want to leave uh, listeners and viewers with today? Just for educators and administrators to feel like they do have a voice and that there are people who are more than willing to listen. And again, what they do best is educate. So let's provide you with some of those tools to educate. Um, You know, let's not reinvent the wheel. If there are things that the teacher has been just killing themselves over trying to accomplish or this two, two students in their classroom that they just need one little bit extra to get them over the hump. It's so easy for someone else to come in and look at it a different perspective and then provide you the means to get there. I, I think a lot of times teachers and administrators feel like they're trying to do everything with nothing. So let us help you do everything you're already accomplishing with, with lots and lots of resources. I think that is a fantastic way to put a bow on things. And so Kelsey Hunter and Victoria Sandville, thank you guys so much for, for joining us here on the show today. Your insights and your, your expertise were, were invaluable and, uh, and we've loved having you. So thank you both so very much. Thank you. Thank you, Tyler. Thanks, Kelsey. And everyone out there, thank you for watching or listening along with this episode of Clear Talk by CTSI. We appreciate it very much. For more episodes, make sure to go visit CTSI's website, or you can check them out on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts these days. Stay up to date with the latest from the experts at CTSI. And stay tuned. We'll have more episodes coming your way very shortly. But until then, for my guests today, Victoria and Kelsey, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for watching. 